This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, teaching influencers and bloggers how to become successful entrepreneurs. This is episode 73 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. I am just back from Everything Food Conference when this is going live on my Facebook page, which many of you know that every Tuesday I go live at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page so that any questions that you have can get answered. I then take that live training and turn it into a podcast episode. So this training occurred right after getting back from Everything Food, and you'll hear me make a couple different references. It was an amazing conference. I can tell you guys that if you are looking to really try to take your business to the next level, attending a conference can be one of the best ways, not just for the classes, but also for the networking that you will do with other bloggers. Just being around other bloggers that understand your pain points can make you just feel like you're not alone in this, which I know that we often feel that way. So you'll hear me make certain references to different people that were ever at Everything Food. It was a fabulous conference, and there's tons of fabulous conferences coming up for the rest of this year. Plus, as you many of you may know, I am going to be hosting my first live event next April. It will be April 2nd through the 4th of 2019, Influencer Entrepreneurs Academy. I hope that you will join me in Charlotte, North Carolina next April for that. Tickets are going to be going on sale in July. So keep an eye on your inbox. If you're not signed up yet for my newsletter list so that you know what is going on to get all the latest tips, make sure that you do sign up. Just head over to JennyMellers.com and you can sign up to get my pitch checklist right in your inbox. So, And that will get you on the list to make sure that you are getting all the most up-to-date information, tips, tricks, and info on the live event that I will be hosting. So This training that we're going to dive into today is about content creation, and you're going to hear me reference to spinning your web. I really want you to take that visual and think about how you can start to spin your own web on your site. All right, guys, let's dive in. Okay, guys, good morning. It is Tuesday, 10 a, 11 a.m., excuse me, Eastern, um, and I am live here on the Jenny Melrose Facebook page. I am so excited to be here with you. If you are a podcast listener, be sure that if you would like to join in live with me, that you head over to the Jenny Melrose Facebook page every Tuesday at 11 to be able to answer any questions that you might have. Um, so what I do is I go live on Facebook, and then I'm able to download that, and we upload it as a podcast episode. So so that you're able to get all of the questions that everyone is asking while I am live. Now, this morning, we are experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties. So as I can see you guys coming, popping in, just give me a hey, give me a good morning. Thank you guys so much for sticking with me. It is always interesting when tech does not work the way that it's supposed to. So I appreciate y'all for being here with me. For those that are joining in live on Facebook, you'll notice that up in the description, there is actually a link to a promotion that I'm running now until May 25th for my membership site, Mastering Your Influence. So for those of you that are familiar with it, Mastering Your Influence, or for those of you that are not, um, Mastering Your Influence gives you access to over 70 trainings 
immediately as soon as you walk in. So you get modules on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, we talk about every now and then, Facebook, goal setting, mindset, pretty much anything you can think of, we're talking about it. It is the perfect opportunity for you to be able to scale your business. Because if you have been doing this for any amount of time, you know that summer is usually a slow time. It's a downtime. It's a time to work on your business and fix it. Make sure that you are trying to really push your content to the next level. So be sure that you take advantage of that. Inside Master Your Influence, there is a Facebook community that I take advantage of. We do weekly live training as well as a monthly expert training and a monthly group question and answer. So if you are not part of that, I would absolutely love for you to join in. I can see that there are comments coming in, but I can't see what y'all are saying. So I'm going to pull it up on my phone as we are doing this so that I can make sure that I answer any questions that you guys are putting in there because I can see that there are questions, but I can't see what they are, which always makes this a little interesting. So, okay, perfect. All right, great. I see that you all are here. Thank you so much, Rita, for joining in. Katie, Michaela, Nicole, Jordan, Rosalind, Jessica, Debbie, Katie, Jessica, Deborah, Alex, and Cheryl, and Annika. Thank you guys so much. So many of you are members of Mastering Your Influence. You are familiar with it. I am excited that you are able to join in live with me and be able to get these questions answered. So today we are really going to start to talk about content creation when surviving and thriving online. So for those of you that are not aware, I was at Everything Food Conference last week in Salt Lake City. Cami put on an amazing, amazing event with over 600 food bloggers, so many amazing sponsors that were there for the opportunity to create relationships. And a lot of my membership site users were there. So I finally got to hug so many of them in person. We had breakfast and we were able to do a mastermind. It was just an amazing, amazing event. And one of the things that kept popping back up, because it has a tendency to pop up, I feel like, around food bloggers, is the fact that you need to know what you want to be known for. You need to be able to niche yourself and not be concerned with the fact that you might be having, because you're niching yourself, that it might be a smaller audience. You want to really figure out where you need to be. Where is your sweet spot? If I um, am starting up a blog, I want to be able to think about what am I going to want Google to know me for? What are they going to send traffic to me for so that I can continue to stay relevant to my audience and to the people that are coming to me? So you really need to ask yourself that question. What do you want to be known for? And really start to hone in on it. Because as many of you know, I am a lifestyle blogger. I do a little bit of parenting. I do a little bit of food, a little bit of um, cleaning tips. The thing that keeps me to the point where I want to, what it is that I'm going to be known for is the overlying voice that is always there that I'm trying to make sure that anything that I create is giving parents back that time with their kids so that they can create those memories, be able to have that time with them. And that is exactly what you are going to be taking a look at. What is it that you want to be known for? If you can do it, um, Nagi actually gave an amazing, amazing presentation at Everything Food Conference. She did a fabulous job and she talked about this idea of thinking of a cookbook and that a cookbook, when you reach for a cookbook, you're going to reach for a specific type of cookbook. You're going for grilling, you're going to go for Bobby Flay, for um 
Italian food, you're going to go for Giada, De Laurentiis, right? So you want to be known for a specific niche, if you, especially if you're a food blogger, what as a cookbook, what is it that you're going to be known for? Don't go all over the place. Really get in that lane. And if it's not something that you're comfortable with, it starts staying that specific, then you need to have that voice. And making sure that it is your passion is a huge piece of this, okay? Because if you're not passionate about this, many of us started these blogs as on hobbies, or we started it because we loved it. We love to be able to share the recipes that we're creating or the parenting tips that we're giving out because it's a passion for us. And if it becomes to a point where it's not a passion anymore, where it's not something that you can continue to write about, then that's where it becomes a job. And we, yes, you want to continue to grow. So you really want to be able to think about what am I going to remain to, to stay in and be passionate about as I continue to grow, as I continue to kind of go through life's phases, what is it that I need to know? Something that we talked about a little bit recently is about the idea that if you have kids now and you're doing toddler activities, that's great. But what happens when your kids are teenagers and you have a site that's all about toddler activities? Is that still something you're going to be passionate about? Is it something that you're going to be is relevant to you. So you really need to take that into consideration. If you're a preschooler teacher and you're always going to be interested in toddler activities, then that's perfect. You can stay in that lane and be passionate about it and have that kind of inspiration. But you want to be careful that when you are creating a blog or creating that content, that you don't just speak to where you are now, because that's going to change. And in the old, in when blogs were first created, I feel like, you know, dinosaur years, eight, nine, 10 years ago, you were able to talk about those stories and walk people through your daily life. But with the way that traffic comes, if you are looking to grow your traffic and you want to passively make income from ads, then you really need to make sure that you are niched. You understand that you are going to stay in that lane. You're not going to be able to get out of that lane. And when you do, it's going to confuse people and it's going to make it harder for Google to continue to send that traffic to you because they've said that you're known for this and you're straying to the left or to the right. Okay, so if page views are what you are concerned with, and that is how you're going to continue to grow, you need to really make sure that you stay in your lane creating that content. When you are creating your content, it's extremely important that you have an end game in mind to tie it all together. So you need to start thinking about, am I growing my list? Am I creating a lead magnet? Do I have a product? Start really thinking about what your game is going to be. How is it that you're looking to monetize? Many of you are coming to these trainings because you're like, yes, this is a business for me. I want to monetize my business. Well, in order to do that, you need to kind of figure out what route you're going to go. Are you going to go the page views route where you know that ad income is going to be coming in because as you continue to grow your page views, the ad revenue just continues to grow. If that's the case, you need to stay very, very niche. If you are looking to do sponsored posts or you are looking to come up with your own product, it is not necessarily that important that you stay niche, but it is important 
to create content that is going to be able to let you naturally talk about what you're giving away for free in your lead magnet or what you provide a product or service for. So it's extremely important that you start to think about having a reason for creating that content. You also want to make sure that you create content that builds on a topic so that it comes back to other posts that you've already created. So I want you to think about like if you are a food blogger and you are well known for different soups. Let's say, for example, Deborah, I know that you're here from Bully over and just soup pops into my head. How can you direct inside of a soup recipe for chicken noodle soup? Maybe you're going to be able to connect it to a broth recipe that you have, a chicken broth that is going to be your base. And you're going to link to that off of there. Or maybe this is a chicken noodle soup, but you also have a, um, instead of chicken noodle, it's chicken and stars or something that's going to make it a variation of it. What you want to be able to do is continue to create content that kind of is around that topic and lets it all connect back to each other. Another perfect example is I was speaking to a client and we were talking about the fact that she has a ton of, she does a lot of little sauces and little garnishes because she does um, gourmet food skinny. All right. So in order for that to be done, she has to add sauces and things like that to be able to add a little bit more flavor to it. So we talked about the fact that if you're going to have a main meal recipe, then you need to be able to have other things that you're linking to. So for example, if I'm going to do a skinny gourmet burger recipe that's made with, you know, that's not that's skinny, that really is, um, maybe it's black bean or whatever it might be. I'm also going to link to maybe a sauce that I have on my site that I'm going to top it with. So it's always connecting and making sure that you create content that's similar. So look at your site, look at your content. If you already have an established site and you are noticing that you are driving a ton of traffic to um, maybe a salad dressing, something as simple as that. Create other salads that use that salad dressing. Connect it all so that it makes it so that you become the person that they can stay on. They don't have to go to all these different sites to kind of piece things together for them. You become known as the person that they're going to go to for salad because you've done a cob and you've done um, a garden salad and you've done a warm Caesar salad and you've done a Brussels sprout salad. You want them to be able to stay in your site and just be sent from one post to the other post. I know that a lot of traffic for all of us is coming from Pinterest or from Google. And because of that, they are coming often, especially if you're a food blogger to get that recipe and then there, see ya, I'm gone. And it's hard to capture. That even happens for DIY, home decor, craft, all of us. It's hard to capture those people that are searching for something, land on our site, and then they're just quickly reading it and seeing if it hits and answers the question that they have. Well, if you can spin a spider web that keeps them on your site with your content that is connected to everything that you're talking about, it is going to capture them. They're going to know that your site is a site that they can go to to get all of their questions answered because you have spun this web of posts around your content. You should always be doing that. 
Anytime you're writing content, you should be linking to relevant. And I'm not just saying like down at the bottom where you put like three posts that are like relevant posts that they may also like, right? In your content, maybe you're talking about the fact, oh, last week we made this um, apple pie and this was, it was perfect because this parfait is really similar. Some way of connecting it so that you're linking to yourself and keeping them on your site. That is ultimately what you are looking to do. Um, you also want to make sure that you are focusing on quality. It is important that you are not just putting together a post that has 300 words and has one photo. That is not going to survive, okay? You need to have content that is over 700 words, that is SEO friendly. And if you're not familiar with SEO and you're not familiar what keywords you should be looking for, I would highly recommend checking out Mario.White. She has a course, Search and Selection. She also has a free um, Facebook community that is extremely active and she's a template that you can actually use for your site so that you can make sure that you are really honing in on that search engine. In the show notes, I will make sure that I link to Mary's um, template so that you can continue to be able to take a look at that and just really build that content. You also need to make sure that you are working on your photography. I'm going to tell you right now, you go back and look at some of the first posts from the Melrose family and they were an absolute disaster. Um, I didn't have a good camera. I had like a point and shoot. You develop that over time, but your quality matters. It is going to make a difference. So you have to make sure that you are really starting to hone in on those skills, hone in on your writing, do your research, know what people are looking for. If um, social media makes changes, what size changes are they looking for with your photos? Really trying to come up with making it so that you, what you are known for, your branding can be so important. And I'm going to actually give an example. I had a um, conversation yesterday with Renee. Renee, I'm not sure if you're live with me here or not. And she was talking about the fact that she's known that she always wants to be, she wants to be able to take homemade, um, the recipes that she makes uses, there's nothing that's processed, okay? And she wants to be able to create it for the longest time. She thought, I'm just making homemade recipes that are from scratch. And that's what it's going to be. And she realized after sitting at Everything Food and talking to multiple people and really trying to think about, am I niche? Am I niche enough? That she's missing that gourmet piece. Um, and she was so excited in the consult that we had yesterday. She's a member of Mastering Your Influence, where she actually gets a consult with me twice a week. And we had this conversation where she was able to say to me, Jenny, I now know like something as simple as I have a recipe for, and I hope she doesn't kill me for explaining all this, but I just think it's the perfect example. Um, she has a recipe for carrots where she used baby carrots. And she said to me, I should have used heirloom carrots. I should have used the tricolor carrots where you're going to see the purple, the yellow, the orange. It automatically gives that gourmet feeling to it, right? It's something you would expect to see on your Thanksgiving or Christmas table. And for me, when she said to me, baby carrots, and I wanted to make it more gourmet, my brain immediately went to those carrots because that was what we had made for Christmas when we were trying to be all fancy, which is, oh, it was Christmas, right? And that's what she's creating her recipes for. She's creating it for that gourmet experience. So you really have to make sure 
that you're figuring out what sets you apart, what gives you that branding, what makes it so that people can look at your pictures and go, yes, that's going to be a gourmet recipe. And it's going to come from scratch. And without them having to read the content to know that. The fact that she was able to quickly state that to me and give that as an example, she's on the right path. She's absolutely figuring out what she is going to be known for. She is that cookbook that is going to be very niche. And that is what you need to be able to do when you are creating that quality content for what you want to be known for. All right. So we are going to be continuing to really dive into all of these pieces of what you need to be honing in on when you are creating your content to make you stand out, to make you thrive. Um, and I want you to be able to ask any questions that you have while we are here live. And I do want you also to know that the summer promotion will be ending May 25th. It is the perfect opportunity to be able to take advantage of this. As Nicole said, we were able to walk through, we were able to talk through the whole thing for her to be really able to hone in on what it is she's going to be able to do and accomplish in the next couple months because summer is the perfect opportunity, especially with going into quarter four. You want to be prepared. You want to have that groundwork set and laid out for you. So you're looking to scale. If you're looking to really take this to the next level, mastering your influence is absolutely going to be the right decision for you. Um, any questions that you have, please do not hesitate to put them into the comments so that I can absolutely answer them. Um, otherwise, I will see you all next week, um, Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern. I am here every single week unless I am sick or someone or away. But I appreciate you guys so much for joining in live with me. If you are listening to the podcast, I appreciate you all as well. And you can always find in the show notes any links that I have talked to, talked about, as well as the live training so that you're able to see any of the questions that were asked live. All right, guys, I will talk to you all soon. Thanks so much. All right. Well, there you have it. Clearly, I'm hoping that you are starting to really picture how you could possibly spin your own web of content in order to really keep your audience captured with the content that you're creating. We are going to continue to be talking about all these different ways that you can really step up your game for the summer because you want to hit the ground running comes quarter four. You don't want to be staying stagnant in your education. Now, obviously, we know that page views can have a tendency to go down over the summer. People are out enjoying themselves. So don't, when I say stagnant, think, oh, my page views suck. That's okay. It happens over the summer. But if you're continuing to learn, you're not going to be stagnant because you're going to be able to put certain practices into place so that quarter four, you're going to have an amazing quarter. All right. I appreciate you guys so much. Please, if you take the time to subscribe, please make sure you leave me a um, review. It helps so much in helping other bloggers and influencers be able to find the podcast. I also love it when you guys join in live with me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern. That way you're making sure to get your questions answered. Now, obviously, no, not everyone can attend live. Some of us are working. Some of us are teachers. I was one of those. So I understand. And that's why we turn it into a podcast episode. And you can hear me asking the questions that the live audience is asking me at that time. That way you can really learn from other people and be able to put it into practice for yourself. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then.